Stockfile Masterclass, the gateway to wealth and wisdom. Each week, we speak to inspiring thought leaders and innovators from diverse fields. We're here to equip you with the necessary tools and information to unlock your financial future. Let me ask you a question. Did they teach you about financial education at school? Or did your parents ever teach you about it? My point exactly. Listen in as Turin Cabela unwrap everything that you need to know about money, investments, entrepreneurship, and how to create wealth. Give it up for Tula and Cabello. Welcome to the Stockfile Voice Masterclass. I'm your host, Tulas Kenjana, and today we are sitting with a fascinating young man by the name of Mzuzugile Soni. Now, if you don't know who he is, he is the founder of Brown Sense, the movement. Um, and Brown Sense, the movement has been around since 2016, and it has been a phenomenal platform for young entrepreneurs. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Tula. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you so much for, uh, coming through. We've been trying to get you (laughs) into studio (laughs) since last year. So yeah, yeah. well, you're a busy man making things happen for a lot of entrepreneurs. So we totally understand. Um, Zuzukile. Yeah. Uh, well, so you are here at the Stockfile Masterclass, so I have sure. to ask the one question okay. that we always ask everyone. Okay. In your personal capacity, yeah. do you belong to a Stockfile? Yes, I do. Oh, tell us a little <laughs> bit about that. That's nice. Um, yeah. So I belong to, it's now called the People's Stockfile. Okay. When we started, started uh, it was called Brownsend Stockfile. Oh, okay. Um, I, uh, you know, the way time moves so quickly, sometimes mm. I say 2017, Meaning 18, we started in 2017. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, I, we've heard about that, uh, yeah. the people's stock fell, yeah. and we would love to chat about that yeah. uh, in yeah. another interview. Sure. Uh, but it's, it's, it's interesting that you guys are doing that. Yeah. Um, but let's get to the matter, Brown Sense, the yes. movement. Yeah. So when we did our research on you, we realized that you are actually an advocate. By not an advocate. Ad- you'll you'll ad- get ad- me ad- understand. Okay. Sorry, not an advocate. <laughs> an attorney. An attorney <laughs> yeah. by trade. Yes. So... How did you move into the entrepreneurship space yeah. and hence then spark Brown Sense? Sure. Um, so about, about the attorney thing, I've, I've been in practice uh, only two years of my professional life, wow. which was from 2006 to 2008. And then the rest, it was more in the corporate space um, as a legal advisor or attorney. So how it moved from that to this, I think it's, it's, it's coming from liking things. <laughs> um, you know, being curious and just wanting to be, to play an active role in, in a lot of things, you know. Okay. Um, one of my friends when I was in varsity said something very, you know, when someone says something to you mm. and you're like, hey, I wasn't aware that someone is observing. Yeah, um, yeah. You're not even paying attention to it yourself, mm. you know, which was, um, I'll say it the way he said it to me. Go for so it. So he said, Mfana, yes, I never hear you complain. Like, okay. <laughs> so for me, I was like, no, I think I do complain. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. human being does complain. Yeah. And why I'm saying that is because I think my mind has been wired to, yes, the complaining is there. It's good maybe mm. to vent. But mm. after the complaining, what do we do? Mm-hmm. You always um, find a solution. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. And then, so I I think that's the premise of the main foundation behind uh, what led me mm. towards starting Brown Sense. It was finding myself in a space where I was um, I was angry. You know, mm. I was like, you know what, why, 
is this um, always the thing with us black people? Like every year there's a racist incident that happens. We get upset on Twitter, Facebook, etc. Okay. But then the anger is never sustained because it's it's mainly, you know, that's the trick with social media. You know, the brain think, thinks it's working mm. by complaining. Mm. By the time you're done complaining, you think, phew, I've done my part. And mm. you don't realize that you haven't done anything. Mm. So I mm. thought, what is it that we can do? that you know can create a space where doing becomes uh, becomes the norm and becomes easier okay and that's how i think that's the pro- uh, thought process uh, that led towards brown sense being started oh that's actually quite fascinating i yeah. i wouldn't have thought that that's how um it was sparked but sure. uh, i'm i'm glad that you you found it to be an opportunity for you to do something. Yeah. And what we've actually realized when, like we said, when we were doing research is that you yeah. wanted to bust that myth sure. about black entrepreneurs or black businesses yes, not yes, being yes, able yes. to yes. Um, provide quality services yeah. or there's always issues like yeah, that. Um, yeah. But we'll touch a bit more on that. What were some of the challenges that you faced yeah. uh, when you started Brown Sense and yeah. that you are currently still facing as a business? Sure. Um, so in terms of starting it, there were no challenges. Okay. You know, because I think, thankfully, because of the era we live in, technology makes a lot of things uh, easier. Okay. So, <clears throat> excuse me, when you have your phone, access to data, mm. um, there's, a, there's a lot of things that one can do. Okay. So when I started uh, Brown Sense, I started it on Facebook, which is a free platform okay. in itself, yes. right? So um, thankfully, they don't charge us for membership fees <laughs> because the the buy-in or the thing that they get in return is a lot more valuable, which is the, the data yeah. that we feed them. Yes. So, <clears throat> so it was on Facebook. Uh, that was never a an, a plan. The, the initial idea mm-hmm. was to have a a standalone website. Okay. You know, get you know, make noise about it and then get people to know about it. The but website. why and how on Facebook was, mm-hmm. uh, I literally was about to, to complain about Penny Sparrow's, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, y- yeah, yeah, on Facebook yeah, and then Chris Hart. Yes, yes. Um, and I was like, I man, can't you, how long is this thing going to happen? I had written a very long post. Mm. And before I clicked post, I then was like, I'm hey, just go and start a group on Facebook since you're on Facebook. Okay. And that's basically how it started. Wow. In terms of challenges, I mean, anything that involves people because of human nature, it's mm. very challenging. Mm. It's challenging when you're dealing with your own family. Mm. Um, and why I say that is because, you know, our... Um, um, there's something I wrote early days of Brown Sense, uh, one of the posts I wrote, which was our success or our failure depends on us as black people, not on, you know, white External people, so-called WMC, mm-hmm. et cetera. Mm. And why I said that was because we we can tend to also become our own worst enemies because of my mind and my heart maybe is in the right place, but because of certain things that have programmed, uh, show programmed sounds like... Uh, maybe a terrible word in this Mm. case, but certain things that have affected how we think and how we view things, Mm. where we tend to self-sabotage. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that makes sense. Yes, it's things that were ingrained in you from before you were even away, by virtue of how you grew up, your life experiences. I think I get that. I think if you, someone told a story of, of I don't know if which school or which country, where they took kids from the smartest, you know how they used to do it. I don't know if they still do it, but when I was in primary school, uh, Orlando East, Mm. uh, we had three classes per grade, Mm. uh, 
Yes, so the smart, yes, so the smart one. Yeah, the smartest. Yes. Ah, shame. As 5P, we are the average doing okay ones. 5C are the ones who need extra help and attention. So so what they did with this exercise, they swapped the kids around. Oh, wow. So without telling them, the 5As were treated like 5Cs. You know, giving them, t- speaking to them slower, mm. giving them extra attention mm. and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that affected how they ended up performing. Wow. And then the ones who were slow and now treated differently, where they started to behave differently. No one said to them, you are, you are stupid, you are, yeah. you are clever than the other ones. It was based on how they were treated. Okay. That's exactly what apartheid did to us. Okay. So I, I see in terms of that's the challenge that we face as Singabandu. Yeah. It's 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 more internal than yeah. external. Yeah. And I like that you're not wanting to play the blame game. You're yeah. like you're just saying people, let's solve. That's so exactly. Let's solve, yeah. let's solve this. So okay, despite all these challenges that you faced, uh, yeah. you know, dealing with different people, different backgrounds, um, what are some of the greatest so, successes you've experienced thus far in your brown yeah, sense? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, for me, from day one, in terms of the successes, when, when I saw the uptake, mm. for me, it validated that, you know, we, need, we needed something like this. Okay. Um, you know, I would, I would never claim that it was the first to be doing what it does. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but when I saw the uptake and I was like, was it a case of timing or whatever? I mm, don't know. Mm, mm. Um, and then when, when I see things, even outside of Brown Sense, mm. where it's becoming a norm now, even on people's personal timelines where they are talking about buying black, mm. uh, you know, you see people doing similar things. You see, um, you know, people starting stock fails that have um, a, a goal of investing as mm. opposed to, you know, not, not, not to say that we knock them, but, you know, buying groceries or health. Consumerism. Or, but, but more long-term <laughs> yes. sustainable uh, things, you know. Yes. Um, so that, that's kind of like validating the work that, that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but also when you get people that come from the platform and they say, you know what, one guy came to see me 2016, mm. late 2016, to say within four months after joining Brown Sense, he left. So he was running a side business while having an eight to five. Yeah. And then within four months, he quit his job, became full-time. In his business. Because, yeah, so since he told me that story, and when I see every time he posts, he's opened now an office in Pulukwane. Oh, he's now buying branded cars. Wow. More employees advertising for jobs. So wow. it's kind of like, this thing is working. Working, you understand? yes, yes. Um, The People's Fund is a, is a, is a for me, a, a huge milestone because it was, <coughs> excuse me, three organizations coming together to say, how can we use our strengths coming together? So Brown Sense, when I give people access to markets, mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me, the hookup dinner, you know, has a pipeline of solid businesses mm-hmm. uh, and also they, they, they provide training in terms of how to get your pitch ready when you prevent, present for, for funding. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paybook in terms of digital marketing, um, it's actually for them. There's Tucha Africa who mm-hmm. I, I like to call our big brothers, okay. you know, uh, a group of professionals who came together and said, let's put money on the table towards investing, mm-hmm. um, towards property, retail, etc., and, and agriculture. Mm-hmm. Um, and this forging towards building something that's, I believe, going to leave a huge mark uh, where our children won't be having these conversations. Um, so it's those types of things for me that when I talk about success stories, that, yeah. um, you know what, um, it, it, the process, and I've always said this from 2016, mm-hmm. trust in the process. 
uh, it might take longer than you would like it to take, but yeah. plug into the process, do what you know. Um, it will test us. You know, there are times when people get frustrated. Uh, if you're part of the group on Facebook and mm. they'll say, why is my post pending for too long, mm, for example. Yes, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but this, for me, um, um, you know, yeah, they mean a lot, but, you know, I think there are things that shouldn't derail us from the, the greater goal. Okay. Uh, and, we are going. And, and obviously the market mm. um, that we also started in 2016, mm-hmm. um, which also rolled out to Cape Town. Yes. We are talking to some people in Pulukwane to mm-hmm. roll it out to, to Pulukwane. Okay. Um, yeah, and launching other brown sense um, you know, platforms, platforms arms. or arms. Yes. Uh, it shows that this baby, this toddler is now starting to walk and to eat, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, a piece of purevoras and chicken. Okay. Actually, yeah. if that is one of our questions. Do yeah. tell us a bit more about the brown sense arm. I mean, sure. you know, it's brown sense, uh, the group, the community, yes, yes. brown yeah. sense, the market. We've just seen brown sense travel. So yeah. we're like, oh, yeah. exciting <laughs> things. Do tell us more. Yeah. Um, so there's, and I always say this, so there's, um, we, we've got, um, so the, the main holding structure is called Brown Sense Group, mm-hmm. uh, PTYLTD. So that's where all these things fall under. Okay. Um, except, except for Brown Sense Foundation. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me, which is a non-profit. Okay. Um, and that's the one that we started mainly to do the work. I, I like to call it the dirty work. Okay. You know, it's the work where you go into the garden, get your hands dirty, get yourself dirty, where <clears throat> most of the time people don't want to go uh, because there's there's no Insta pictures being taken mm-hmm. in that, you know, but it's work that we need to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the commercial side, okay. you know, because guess what? Money is needed yes. to get all these dirty things done, yes. right? Um, so under Brown Sense Group, we've got Brown Sense Market, which I've mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, we've uh, last year launched Brown Sense Travel, mm-hmm. um, which so the the thing with Brown Sense Travel um, that we are looking at is obviously it's a travel uh, agency, okay. but also looking at how do we create an ecosystem within the travel space okay. where we we create opportunities for smaller travel agencies because. The industry is dominated by a few who mostly are white. So yes. if if you look at what's happening in terms of um, who's getting the most government tenders, etc., mm-hmm. you'll you'll see what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. And then in terms of getting the licenses that one requires mm-hmm. to operate in that space, it becomes uh, an exclusionary thing okay. where if you are a small player, you can't it's access hard. those things. Yeah. Um, so what we do also through process travel, we've been having some engagements with uh, SA Tourism to mm-hmm. see how we can plug into what they are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and through Brown Sense, not only through travel, but through Brown Sense, the group, mm-hmm. get the smaller guys to plug in and whatever programs that can benefit them. Okay. Uh, it's still early days. Right. Uh, it hasn't taken shape yet, but the conversations are sort are of happening. getting advanced now. Okay. Um, what else did we mention? Um, tell us yeah. a bit more about Brown Sense the market as the an market, entrepreneur. Yeah. How does one plug into that sure. platform? Yeah. Um, so the market is a physical space. It's a flea market. So okay. you you apply online. Uh, we've got a website for that. Uh, BrownSenseMarkets.co.za. Okay. So you apply online. You do get vetted um, okay. because as much as we would like to give a lot of people, uh, you know, an opportunity, we, it's not. It's not uh, feasible to have a market where, for instance, everyone is selling the same product. True. So you can only so much, you know, accommodate, say, sure. up to three hair, hair product people, mm-hmm. up to whatever, so that everyone gets 
a good share of a the market of, of the of people the coming there. Yes, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. we also want them to make money. Yes. Yeah. I don't want a market where someone came and sat mm. there the whole day. Because for us, also the market never grows. If that's that's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, so you apply online, then you get vetted, you get approved, and then they pay. Uh, there's different categories per stall fees. Okay. Um, sure, I might mess up the. I think the best thing to do is to go to the page to get the right numbers. Okay. Uh, but you're looking at like the lowest being around four fifty for okay. a stall, three by three in terms of uh, your size. size. So mm-hmm. that's a typical gazebo size. Mm-hmm. Um, the the event itself. Or the day itself, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's more it's more positioned as being a family day. Okay. Um, there's obviously people who sell food. Uh, there's people who sell craft beer. Mm-hmm. You know, non-alcoholic beverages. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but there's there's also a kiddie play area. Lovely. With childminders, so okay. you can bring your children, oh, nephews, lovely. nieces. With childminders. With childminders. So, <laughs> <laughs> so okay. where you can sit somewhere yes. while they play, and then okay. that can. And we're, we're looking at ramping that side up, okay. also, you know, to make it more more exciting and more entertaining. Mm, um, but also having facilities like um, you know um, mothers with babies that a mm. breastfeeding or whatever to be mm. conducive to that. So th- these are the things that we are having in mind. Okay. To be like, you know what? Yeah, you've got a. Actually, we've had traders. Okay. Uh, you know, um, who come with their babies newly born to come and sell mm. at the market, and and uh, you know, it's we definitely wanted to make it um, more conducive. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. All right. Um, but obviously, the vibe also because it's a family day, mm-hmm. right? So it's not a turn up kind of a vibe mm-hmm. where. Mm. You know, the, so we are deliberate about these things in terms of also what the playlist sounds like. Okay. Uh, not to say it's going to put you to sleep. Mm-hmm. But it's just <laughs> it's, chill. It's conducive, yeah, chill, yeah. relaxed. Um, there are people who come with the mindset of having meetings, like proper. Okay. Someone will come to the market just to say, I want to find Mzu wherever. And yes. corner him. Yes. We were on the verge of doing that. I'm telling you. We yeah. were we were caught at two. We yeah. were like, you know what? If we can't we'll get a hold of him, we will go to that market, Simfune, and we yeah. will find him. Yeah. You know, it's happened a lot of times. Like, I might be busy and say, okay, give me a few minutes yeah. or whatever. But eventually, yeah. it happens. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. So I think that's those are the things that make us different also in terms of the mindset of the okay. people who come to the market. Mm-hmm. And how frequent yeah. are the markets? Uh, it's one a month so the the one that we have in in Chopek we are having on the 31st of March okay. um, in Midrand and then uh, Cape Town also on the same okay. day yeah okay. um, and then we'll announce once we've got Kyle Licha so the best place so make sure you follow the page the the Brown Sense Markets, markets. Okay. Um, and then uh, otherwise like any any social media pages there's Facebook uh, page called Brown Sense mm-hmm. um Email info at brownsense.co.za. Okay. Back to actually um, navigating uh, the social media, the internet space. Yeah. When you, on Facebook, for example, when you type Brown Sense, there are so many different uh, pages. Um, How does one navigate? What is what for what? Yeah. You know, yeah. Okay. So there's a, so the, the, firstly, there's the closed group. Okay. The, which where the main activity happens. So that one you get added. Um, you get, <coughs> excuse me, we, we look at your profile, we approve you or not. Okay. Um, you know, that's the one where we, we have like over 173,000 members. So it's it's more like a marketplace. Okay. 
Um, then we have the page, the, the Brown Sense Market, which is for the Johannesburg Market. Mm -hmm. Then we have Brown Sense Market uh, CPT for Cape Town. Okay. Um, then we've got... Um, okay, well, there yeah. is this Brown Sense Travel, which you've got have, the page um, Brown Sense Travel that you've touched on. You've got um, Brown Sense Cover, which okay. is for funeral plan. All right. Let's talk about that. <laughs> this is the thing. It's like there's so much, and you're like, okay, right. Yeah. yeah let's touch on, on Branson's you funeral know, cover. I was actually yeah. on the phone just now with the, <coughs> the, sorry, the broker who runs that. Okay. So we launched it in 2017 um, with the lady, uh, Shamin Dali. Okay. She's the broker, and then it's been underwritten by 360 Life. Sorry, so we are just moving to a, a new underwriter currently that we'll be announcing. Okay. Um, so how it started, Shamin approached me, you know, okay. um, and said, this is what I've been thinking. We, uh, I think it can work best this way and made a pro. We had a, a, a FaceTime call. Okay. Because the, then she was in Qatar. Okay. Uh, and then when she came back, we had a meeting and then the rest is history. So I think... Uh, then we'll be, we'll be making some announcements because we've been doing it the hard way uh, in terms of, you know, when someone is interested in taking up a policy, we send them a PDF, mm -hmm. complete the form, and then transformed to doing it via email, mm -hmm. etc. But now we are we are moving to more towards an automated way of doing it, okay. which we'll be announcing, um, you know, in the days to come. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then perhaps let's touch on Brownsense, the foundation. Yeah. Um, you did say that that's the dirty work. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe that's the opportunity for us as entrepreneurs to pay back exactly, um, yeah. to yeah. those who are less fortunate. Yeah. How does one then uh, plug into yeah. that? Yeah. So Brownsense Foundation, uh, what I've been focusing on, because you, you touched on a very key thing earlier when you said you've been trying to get hold of me. Mm. Um, so where I see that there's a lot of key things and I might end up becoming a bottleneck, I, I focus on 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 um, finding people that will run that, um, empowering them, enabling them, and then I just take myself but, out but, of that hole. Okay. Not completely in terms of not knowing what's happening in mm -hmm. that situation. Mm -hmm. So the foundation is fin finalizing its board of directors. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to be operational for that main reason because last last thing I want is something that needs to benefit the greater good being held up because Mzu is busy, yeah, you know, with other things. Yeah. So the kind of work that we we are looking at and what we've done so far, we've we've provided some assistance to the Kailicha uh, disaster which happened. Was it last year? Mm. Last yeah. year, man. Mm -hmm. um, Kailicha. Then we did Alex this year. Uh, but but it's also to now try and to capacitate so that it becomes less of a reactionary but more on how do we also do proactive, pro uh, proactive empowering programs. programs. Mm -hmm. uh, and what we've been looking at now is to also how do we help not start our own because we also look at those that are existing, um, rape centers, for instance, and how do we help them to capacitate and, and the commercial wing of Brown Sense, speaking to different corporates, on how their CSI programs or their foundations can plug into what we are doing mm -hmm, here. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not at liberty to mention the companies that we've been we've been talking to, but mm -hmm. <coughs> sorry, some are in the tech space, for okay. instance, that would possibly offer something that will help you to sort of navigate or have some kind of a map okay. to see that in area, um, I don't know, let's say the Eastern Cape, mm. you know, there's. Ten rape centers, and you can see where they are from oh, each that's other. Lovely, that yeah. kind of stuff. Okay. 
um, and also what do those rape centers themselves need, need to to mm. to benefit the affected people individuals that better mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um you know we've talked of having programs like how do we um how do we teach or help people to learn how to grow their own food Okay. Um, there's a program that they started, I think, through the COJ, if I'm not mistaken, about two years ago, mm-hmm. or during Park's Dow's tenure as yes. mayor. And the whole thing was about um, teaching residents in Soweto how to grow their own veggies, giving them seedlings. Um, you know, there's usually big yards that either people are planting alone or it's just, you know, yeah, it's growing wild, yeah. Mm-hmm. So those types of things, and then how do we empower them? But now, something like that can easily then plug back into the market because you're growing your veggies. Maybe you can sell some of your veggies when we have the market. Yes. And then we talk about either a subsidized rate okay. or the plug-in at no cost. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's absolutely great. Um, so the one... Yeah question that we had and we're like, oh, this yeah. is going to be an interesting question. <laughs> it's brown sense yeah. and I know we're advocating black entrepreneurs, yeah. but is this yeah. a platform solely for black entrepreneurs? Yeah, it is. Plain and simple. Plain and simple, no apologies. There's no apologies. And not, not, not the, the, the kind of no, not the definition that's that you find in the law that includes Indians. So okay. our definition of black is Blacks and so-called colors, and I say so-called deliberately, but we'll have that conversation. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> we knew this was going to be an interesting, yeah, yeah, interesting yeah. answer. But in all honesty, I think it's true. We need to just own our blackness, be yeah. proud about it, yeah. and as with other cultures, where they don't beat about the bush, yeah. they have the ecosystem. It revolves around them ten sure, times before sure. it goes to any other yes. tribe, religion, or whoever. Yes. Let's do the same. Why not? Exactly. Um, and, and on that, you mm. know, you know, we 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 live in their world, right? Like when you wake up, whether you're waking up in a township, mm. a village, or whatever, we live in. A, because the thing is, um, in terms of how we do things, the way we converse, mm. the way mm. the way we behave, the way, the systems that we operate under, mm. everything is them. Mm. So so now you try when you try and create a small corner. In, inside their world, mm. we still have to now explain, have disclaimers and apologize, and that shouldn't be the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you understand? Yeah. If I'm a, if I'm uh, coming across an event by a, a group of women that say women only, mm. I'm not going to scream and shout because I get where they're coming from. Do you understand? So I think so true. Um, we we need to have those conversations in that sense to say, you know what, um, you've been having the benefit even someone asked why Indian people, their brownies mm. and all of that, they've had the benefit of group economics for, for years, yeah. for decades. Do you understand? Um, and, and they're still doing it today. Exactly. So we are kind of like at the ground floor level where we're like creating this behavior, this norm, with this thing that one day it shouldn't become an anomaly. Yes. Where now when I go and buy a black, I must also take a selfie, post it on Facebook, <sighs> and say hashtag buy black. Like, that's so <laughs> it true. Must just be the a, norm. Yeah, a, norm, yeah. a norm. Because also the economy is not sustainable the way that it is currently, where mm-hmm. there's a big group uh, that's at, at, at the bottom in terms of the economics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we're balancing the scales yeah. uh, and let's not be apologetic about it. Thank <laughs> yeah. you so much, Imzu. Um, so yeah. what are the long-term goals sure. for Brown Sense? The long-term goals, 
Sure. Uh, that's a tough one for me always to answer. Yeah, uh, for me, you know, the, the main reason, and, maybe, and I hope this answer, answers your question, the main reason why Brownsons was started was to change the mindset. Uh, so I think maybe I would say long term is to see mindsets, whether it's going to be called by another name or whatever it mm -hmm. is, but to see, uh, and not not only South African, it's a Pan-African outlook, okay. um, where it's normal for me to have a, and it's easier legally, you know, there's mm. no um, uh, impediments or hindrances from a cross-border Trade. transactional trading, mm -hmm. you know, such that our, our governments also make it easy for us to trade amongst mm. ourselves. Mm. Do you understand? So I think for me, for me, the, the, it's, it's more like seeing the mindset of a black person loving themselves, not because they had to put in extra work and read certain books and hear it, but just because it's, it's just the way of life. Life. Yeah. Okay. That's that's amazing. Yeah. In fact, I've seen that there is Bronson Zimbabwe now as well. There's a page, and I was like, yeah. "Power, let yeah. it let it spread across," yeah. you know, yeah. Um, yeah. which is absolutely amazing. Um, speaking about the mindset, I think yeah. you guys also have a thing called Bronson Insights. Insights yes. yes, tell yeah. us about that. Bronson Insights um, is a data mining and data analysis business side of brown sense okay. where we, we so one of the things that what where it started from you know so the group gets very busy you know there's pending posts people making noise complaints about someone who didn't deliver something that another paid for those okay. types of things okay. so when the noise died down i would spend time in the evening uh just going through the posts as if i'm an outsider now okay I'm, I'm not admin, so I'm like mm -hmm. reading them, and I, and I would see the similar things coming up, similar challenges. Um, when we started the the stock fell, uh, uh, the stock fell, yes. now the people stock fell, mm. and we did the frequently asked questions. What mm. we realized, same thing, like it, you can stream them down to maybe at the most ten questions. Okay, um, and for me, I was like, okay, you know what, we we need to find a way how to help our people to improve their services. Okay. Uh, in some cases, the only way one can be helped is access to funding. So I, I believe that once that has been figured out, time should not be wasted. But to help this person, how to then maybe pitch to, uh, to, to, to potential funders to getting the money. Okay. Um, if they need help, for instance, in how they engage with customers, words that we use, how okay. we write, and all of that. Let's get the expert, Thanks. pair them, and that kind of stuff. Okay. So insights look at it more from that. Okay. Uh, but also, obviously, from a holistic view in terms of how do, uh, and how does big business communicate to the black customer? Okay. Um, we saw that uh, Nivea got got it. Yeah. Was way off the mark yeah. uh, many times, ne? Mm -hmm. as well. Um, and then APSA came up with that Lobola thing. Uh, I forgot some product where they say get a loan to pay your Lobola oh, no. or whatever. They were like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe Ooh. back then it could have worked, mm. but the mindset and where most young black people are, 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 are focused on today, mm. it's different from, from what it used to be. Um, so it's looking at more at those things and how do we mine this data? How mm. do we also um, get this information and prepare workshops okay. under what we call Brownsense series okay. um, and have people who are subject, subject matter experts 
coming to talk. So it's not a talk show. The last one we did, mm-hmm. we had the ESD director from Tiger Brand. Mm-hmm. And what he said was, the kind of information that will help you, if me, I have a, pro- a product, maybe let's say I make this nice archer in mm-hmm. a nice looking chair, who do I talk to at Tiger Brand and how do I approach them? Okay. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. What must I be aware of in mm-hmm. terms of their distribution, uh, uh, which townships and how or their route to the market, market. basically? Okay. So it was not fluff information where, you know, uh, someone comes and tells you, you know, just work hard, be persistent, you mm-hmm. can do it, believe With in yourself, mm-hmm. and all of those things, but giving you practical, practical. tools. Okay. Um, we had someone from CIFA saying, when you apply for funding from CIFA, this is what we need from you. You guys are not giving us these things. That's why you're not getting, getting funding. funding. And before you come to us, do you know that you can go to so-and-so for that, so-and-so for that? So that you are fully yes. packaged. Okay. So we are looking more at those things and also where we can package uh, workshops around things like around compliance okay. where <clears throat> I can make a nice product, but um, do I know that I need to take it to to the SAPS and get the right ISO standards, mm-hmm. how do I do that and all those things. Okay. Um, so th- that's where we are going to in terms of okay. how do we then empower ourselves to the next level. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure, you are covering every base, basically. <laughs> you know, and I think the beautiful yeah. thing is as well, like you said, to avoid the bottleneck, you, you're not trying to be the hero yeah. of the story. You're yeah. trying to say, let's come together. Yeah. Let's make it happen for sure. each other, which is absolutely um, a, a great way of, transforming um, the economy for ourselves. Um, Now, looking back, what do you know now that you wish you knew back when you started Brown Sense, the movement? Uh, It's a thankless job. (laughs) (laughs) It's a thankless job. Yeah. I think, so when I started it, someone that I was close to then um, said, kind of tried to warn me, and I think I was like, I I love, this is a fairy tale type of a thing, passion driven Mm. and all that stuff. And over the years, there's a lot of things that have happened that one can think twice and say, I I mean, I'm leaving this thing, I'm going back to my old life, Mm, do you understand? mm. Uh, I think that's that's just the only thing. Otherwise, um, so I didn't have that in my mind okay. when I started. And the funny thing is, two years ago, I met this guy um, through a colleague. And when I told him what I'm doing, he looked at me and he said, it's a thankless job. And then when he told me, yeah. it hadn't hit me. Yeah. Even then when he told me, I was like, I don't think, like I don't yeah. <laughs> understand. Yeah. But, uh, but it really is. Uh, and I think anyone who who's thinking of going into something like this, go in for something else. Like other, and 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 when I say something else, don't even think, yo, I'm gonna make a killing. We are not making money. Yes, mm-hmm. we've got travel, which has just started mm-hmm. the market, which has been bending a hole in our pockets. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, insights, which has, then yeah, that's still you st- building. You're still we are building. building, right? Yeah. Uh, and we don't you don't blame someone when they see all these things and then they're like, oh, these guys, mm. 173,000 members, mm. if you can collect 50 rents from each person, mm. you're, yeah. you're not there. You yeah. understand? So you have to find other things why you're doing this thing. Um, 
hey, cause of mm, like, mm, Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yes, well, I want to yeah. take the opportunity on behalf of all entrepreneurs and yeah. especially all our listeners to actually thank you. Thank you. Because it is, it's, it's changing the way we do things. I know from my own personal capacity, it's like yeah. point of order if I need anyone yeah. I start a brown sense. Yeah. In fact, it's even changed. Like if you, even if I don't find what I'm looking for on brown sense, yeah. I'll talk to people. I'm like, I'm looking for blacks only. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, that's it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, and then as a parting shot, yeah. what are five tips you yeah. would give to entrepreneurs, budding entrepreneurs? Five tips. Uh, let's see if I get to five. <laughs> um, I would start by saying love yourself. Um, I think this goes whether you're an entrepreneur or not, but it's very crucial. And I'm not talking this fluffy <laughs> butterflies in the stomach. Mm. You'll understand through the journey uh, because you'll make mistakes. You need to be kind to yourself, forgive yourself, but also loving yourself helps you to be a, 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 a great service provider. Mm-hmm. Um, self-awareness. Um, self-awareness, we don't spend too much time knowing and, st- and studying ourselves, understanding ourselves. This one helps you that you don't get yourself in- involved in things that you don't have any talent whatsoever. Okay. Yes. I sound great when I sing in the shower, but I'm not going to <laughs> release an album anytime soon. Yes. <laughs> um, three. Number three, be curious. Um and for me, this one means also I plug into people that I've identified that have got the knowledge that I, I, I believe can help me somehow. Um, either the knowledge or like something, a way of doing something. something. Okay. Uh, number four, um, you better be in love with hard, hard work. Okay. Uh, I think there's the trap that we've fallen into uh, entrepreneurship, which is good. Has become a, it's become a cool thing, you know, because of the pictures we see on the social media, all that stuff. Uh, but, you know, it kind of ends up becoming an easy-looking thing to do. Mm. But hard work is always... It's behind can, it is what makes I know there are people who say, you know, you must work smart. smart. Don't work hard. <laughs> Working uh, smart is hard. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly, mm. you know. But also there's a time mm. when you have okay. to put in the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and be detailed, mm. all those things, and be consistent. And then number five, um, learn the process. Uh, and when I say process, I mean the process of whatever it is that you're doing. You need to know and understand the process because the money can come and go, mm. but once you've learned the process, uh, you know, someone said, if you, but in, it's like learning how to tie your shoes. Once you know how to tie your shoes, mm-hmm. You know, you can, for whatever reasons, lose your business, lose your money. Mm-hmm. But this thing, mm-hmm. once you have it, mm-hmm. you can go back and again. And do it again. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Uh, yeah. I think looking at my colleagues' faces, we're kind of like, shoo. Uh, real nuggets of wisdom. Wisdom lives with you. And we really want to thank you so much for contributing to our pool of wisdom and uh, helping our listeners generate their wealth. Um, We wish you all the best and we hope that we'll actually be able to have you back uh, again as you grow and you you branch out. We'd love to continue sharing your story. Thank you so much, Jimson. If you see that to show, so please do share it.
neighborhood, friends, family, colleagues, neighbors, bosses, ex-bosses, and kids. Follow us on our social media pages at Stockfile Voice or Stockfile Voice Media. To see more content, please log on to our website at www.stockfilevoice.co.za. See you same time next month. Goodbye. You listening to Stokeville Voice Podcast, your gateway to wealth and wisdom.